Welcome to the Truth in Transformation podcast series, where ASHP President Tom Johnson shares insights from his 2020 inaugural address about personal and professional transformation. I'm your host, Paul Abramowitz, ASHP CEO, and with me today is our president, Tom Johnson. Tom, last time we had a great conversation about self-evaluation and how to stand in your truth. Today, we'll be talking about the concept of transforming our pharmacy presence. What does that mean to you, Tom? Well, it's a term that actually comes from a book that I cite in the inaugural address by Alan Seal called Transformational Presence. And the way that he describes that, he uses a quote from Teddy Roosevelt. And Teddy Roosevelt would say, do what you can with what you have where you are. And if you know anything about Teddy Roosevelt, that's exactly where he would start. He actually would write in his diary, take action, start. So he would always start a quote with do. So that that totally makes sense. But Alan Seal in that book says, you know, that that's great. And, and he had it right. But if we think about how we might reverse that quote just a little bit, he would say, well, first, identify who you are and ask where you are and identify that first. And then think about what you have available and then what you need to do will sort of reveal itself. So that's what we really talk about in terms of presence and being self-aware and being in that space. That's what we were talking about before in a previous podcast. So I apply that to pharmacy by saying, well, if, if the profession, if I as an individual need to change, then how do I be the person that I need to be? Or how do we need be the people or the profession we need to be to understand how to move forward? So that's pharmacy presence to me. Very good. Now, for many of us, change tends to be a very difficult thing, whether we're talking about as pharmacists in our professional lives or or in our personal lives. Personally, myself, I've needed to be a change agent in almost every organization that I've worked in. However, even in practicing that myself, whenever I've had uh, someone I've worked for come to me and say, Paul, um, I think we ought to be doing something, this in a different way, or why don't we try doing this instead of that? I feel myself somewhat immediately kind of tensing up a little bit and, yeah. and, and feeling like I'm, I'm, I'm getting resistance. And I have to tell myself, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Listen to that. Understand where this individual is coming from and, and you know, and think about it. So I guess what I'm saying is it, it, it seem, we seem to be somewhat hardwired or it seems to be a natural tendency for us to sometimes resist change. So, Tom, why do you think change is, is so difficult? That's a great point, Paul. And I'd even add maybe when an ASHP president calls you and says, hey, Paul, you ever think about this? And uh, I, I now, now I know. Now, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. That's why I respond the way I do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, there's all kinds of quotes about change. And I, Albert Einstein has been credited with it. And I think other people throughout history have said, no, no problem can be solved by the consciousness that created it. And I think what that just tells us is that if you came up with this absolutely perfect plan and somebody says, you know, maybe we could do this a little differently. I think it's just human nature that we, we tend to push back on a little bit. And, and that, that's a, a spot where we tend to start. I actually remember 
it's probably 15, maybe even 20 years ago now. I'm pretty sure it was at a summer meeting at, at ASHP. And I went to a presentation on the seven dynamics of change. And they walk through and they, they ask you to, to go through some very minor changes and really no big deal. But everybody in the audience did exactly the same thing. And, and nobody looked around and asked for help. They all went through it by themselves. They were all, you could tell by body language and even my, and how I felt, I don't have enough resources for this. I'm not going to be able to do this. How am I going to do this? And, and those are all just things that really cause us stress when somebody asks you to do something differently. Even if we're working on a process that's not very efficient, and then we kind of know it, but we know the process. And so we're comfortable. And so why would I change this when I don't really, I don't really see the need. And so I think that's one of the biggest things. So I think you're exactly right. And and I do the same thing. Somebody comes to me and says, you know, really, you should do that. Well, yeah, but I have all these reasons why this is perfect. So I'm not sure why I would do it any differently. So that's a great point, Paul. Yeah, well, we need to practice what we preach, right, Tom? Don't we? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do as I say, not as I do, right? Yeah, Yeah. so. (laughs) Well, what are some of the ways, Tom, that pharmacy professionals can learn how to be, if you will, present so that they can become the person or the professional or the leader that they need to be in order to achieve the outcomes that they desire? Well, sticking with our theme from the inaugural and what we've been talking about these first couple of podcasts, I think you start with true self-awareness. I read something the other day, and I I don't remember exactly where, and I'll probably get the statistic wrong, but 85%, maybe it was 80% of people claim to be self-aware, yet when validated against what's truly going on, maybe 15% are actually self-aware. So, you know, there's this, there's this perception and, and that's why self-awareness is so hard because did you read the people in the room the right way? Did you ask people if that was really what was going to happen? So I think that that's one of the challenges that we have to think about. So really being honest with yourself is the place to start. And the other part is when somebody asks us to do something differently, And or if we identify something we need to change in the profession, in ourselves, well, start figuring out why. Why did somebody ask me to do this differently? Why am I asking myself to do something differently? Why do I feel like I'm not in a role that I should be in? Or or why am I not advancing? To me, that that's about figuring out your own self-assessment and and then finding a way that you can best contribute. So identify your talents. There's books like Strengths Finder and all these personality analysis, personalysis type things and DISC and all of those can help us become more self-aware. And then ultimately, just stay positive. Stay positive in who you are. Be confident in your own skin, so to speak. Understand that you're not perfect. It's, you're not going to be. And I think that's a great place to get started as a pharmacy profession and as individuals. Great. Well, let's switch gears just a little bit. Tom, I know you're a history buff. I might say particularly North Dakota history is your specialty area. Exactly. Uh, And (laughs) and you've included a quote from Teddy Roosevelt in your inaugural address. Uh, How did that quote go? I mentioned it earlier, and, and it is do what you can with what you have where you are. Teddy was a man of, of action, and I have read just about every book there is on Teddy Roosevelt, and now I found another one, and I'm reading, reading another one. And understanding a, a, a figure like that who is sort of larger than life, his goal was to take action, 
And speaking of North Dakota, he, he had bought into a cattle ranch operation in the Badlands of North Dakota and, and had spent a few years of his life in the, in the mid-1880s ranching and being a cattle rancher. And it was after some personal tragedy in his life. I don't know if, if you've read all of this either, but he, actually his first wife and his mother died on the same day when he was a young man. After that, he, he needed some of his own personal reflection, and, and he went to the Badlands of North Dakota, where I went to, to school at North Dakota State, so I'm uh, certainly aware of that. But I think that quote gets us started with this, and as, as we talked about, that's a spot to start, and how do you become the person you need to be, back to that transformational presence. You have to understand who you are. You have to understand where you are. You have to have, understand what you have, and then you can move yourself forward, and I think that's a great way to get started with that. And now, again, I found another book I'm reading. It's fascinating to just continue to hear some of those messages and you hear it a little bit differently. And that part of history really gives you perspective on how people thought about things, how they've worked their way through, and that over time, there's certainly different perspectives and actions that occur in in different parts of human history. I, I just think it's fascinating. So how does that apply to pharmacy professionals? I think that quote really tells us to and the conversation around that in this in transformational presence really just tells us to stop waiting for perfect. Teddy Roosevelt starts with do. So he kind of takes a fire ready aim approach. And I guess that works okay for some situations, but I think most pharmacists would probably feel more comfortable with, with um, ready aim fire as opposed to fire ready aim, which would be maybe the original version of that quote. So I think to plan, understand, set a course, and then take action. But sometimes we get stuck. And I think that happens to everyone and not just pharmacists or or pharmacy professionals. But I think sometimes the perfectionist in us wants us to be perfect before we act and have all of the possible scenarios in line before we act. It's just not possible. It's just not possible in a lot of situations. So I think what that tells us is act, do But of course, we need to plan appropriately and have a sequence for what we need to do. Well, we've just passed the midpoint of 2020. And I think it's fair to say that it's been not only a very significant year, but also a very challenging year. It has. So along with things that we normally have to contend with, we've been dealing with and trying to mitigate the COVID-19 pandemic. And simultaneously, we've been trying to address in a major way racial injustice, equity, and inclusion in the United States. Now, we've also seen significant continuing transformation within our profession. Can you talk with us more about that transformation, Tom, and the the positiveness of that transformation? I sure can. You know, that from an observation standpoint and from living in this environment, people across healthcare have really been challenged with coming up with a new way. I have seen a lot of things happen within our own health system and even across all of healthcare that we've been talking about doing or that, you know, we should, we should really investigate this or we've started down a path and all of a sudden we were just doing it. We, we didn't have any choice. And I think when you see different challenges like that, where you're forced to come up with a new plan, it allows you to get to a different place a lot faster. Now, I don't think I would pick this process for how to do this. I wish it was easier to just move ourselves along in in a natural evolution instead of having us, I guess, get slapped in the face. 
by a major crises or multiple crises even. So I, I think those have been some of the things, but specifically from pharmacy, I, I think our role has become even more public related to drug acquisition and supply chain and medications, our clinical roles and how we've been able to work with our nursing colleagues and our physician colleagues and, and everybody else across the healthcare team to really optimize therapies, our broader role as societal leaders and having conversations that I would argue are more in the middle. It's amazing to me at times how we find a way to, to really have debates about the polar opposites when it's really not about the polar opposite. We need to have debates more in the middle. It's okay to have those opinions, but we need to find ways to, to really create solutions that are much more in the middle. There's a recent book that I, I read called The Dichotomy of Leadership, and it's by a couple of Navy SEALs. Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. And the entire book is based on you can't be too far to one end or one extreme to be an effective leader. You have to be more in the middle. You have to understand that you can go too far with any concept. And I think that's a great one for us to remember and think about. And and I think our profession has tried to help keep everybody in the middle. So as everybody was running after the next drug that was going to be the miracle cure for COVID, I kept hearing our, our professional organizations, particularly ASHP, providing data and literature and understanding what was out there. We kept asking for safety and we kept asking for continued evidence. And instead of just giving everyone a particular drug, I kept hearing our profession call for additional research, not flat out saying no, but at the same time, let's put this in the right context. So to me, that's what's really strengthened the profession and created some opportunities going forward that I think has been a great way to think about this whole process and for our entire profession. So where do you think we go from here, Tom? Well, I think we go forward because it's the only thing we can do. <laughs> we, we can't go back and, and wish we, it would have come out differently. We can't go back and, and think, gee, we, sh- we should have done it this way or we should have done it that way. But how do you do that? Well, I I think that's part of, we have to be in the conversation. We can't wait for other people to tell us how pharmacists or pharmacy services are going to be involved. We need to sort of be in the fray, as Teddy Roosevelt would describe. If you've read his Man in the Arena speech, I think it's one of the better speeches that you'll ever find, which is really about the importance of citizenship and being an effective citizen. And I think that's a great place to get started with this conversation as well. So not only does the profession need to do that, and that, that's one thing, but the profession is each of us as individuals coming together collectively to bring forward solutions. So I think individuals have to have a plan of how they're going to continue to move forward, how they're going to set up their next six months to a year to five years and really have a plan. And if those individual ideas can be furthered and collected by ASHP and other professional organizations, then absolutely, that's what we need to do. Because really, ASHP is all of us. It's not some entity somewhere that does things for us. It, it's all of us as members. And I really believe that. And I think that's a, a great way to move ourselves forward. Well, that sounds like a great place to leave it for today. Thank you very much, Tom for sharing your thoughts and insights about transformational presence. I'd like again to encourage everyone, if you haven't already, please read Tom's inaugural address. You can find it on our website, ashp.org. And join us next time when we discuss how transformation can create new opportunities 
for the pharmacy profession. Thanks for joining us for Truth in Transformation. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time for more Truth and Transformation from ASHP President Tom Johnson.